0: Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tester of Wrestling.com, joined by John Clark to talk about WWE NXT 2.0. A very eventful night here tonight as NXT launched its, its revamp of sorts. Uh, very, a very drastically different version of NXT than we were used to. Uh, we'll, obviously, we'll get, we'll get into it. We'll share our thoughts. But, uh, John, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it was definitely a, a unique night for wrestling fans. How are you?
0: I'm very, I'm mixed. Uh, Nesh, Chris pointing out she knows I'm happy. I am happy. All right, the ending was exactly what I wanted. So for that reason, Oh John's giving me a thumb down. My gosh, John hating on love over here. My gosh. Uh, well, we'll get, we'll get into it. But there, there's so much to talk about uh, on what happened on the show and things that happen that are happening or have happened slash will happen uh, outside the show as well. Uh, Luke
1: nailed of- it. Luke nailed it. Luke
0: nailed it as well. Yeah, I would agree. He's saying what W two F do we just watch about the wedding, about the whole show? I think there's a there's some truth to that either way. Um, but yeah, Steven Chambers saying Goldie coming home to Champa.
1: Uh, that for was great.
0: <laughs> what what
1: I said? But for how long?
0: But for how? Yeah, I mean they were already teasing he might uh, be losing the title uh, sooner than later. Uh, but my gosh, I guess we'll start with just the general thoughts here, because obviously this was the, the new NXT. We knew about the logo. We'd seen that before. John, you and I have talked about that before. We've talked about the general vibe, but now seeing it live in, in a living color here uh, with the new arena, with uh, a whole new setup. What do you think overall? How are you feeling about the the new uh, general presentation, let's say, you know to start off with? Uh,
1: I'm myself a fan of the, the brighter presentation and the more hip hop rap vibe over the heavy metal rock black and yellow. That's just me. Um, I I mean, I, I, I I get what they're trying to do here. They're trying to cater to a different audience, more of a younger hip audience, obviously, uh, that heavy metal kind of dark. And like, and, and, and and I tweeted this pretty much within the first 15 minutes. I said, And this fits me. This does fit me. If you are more of a sports entertainment fan, more than, say, a pro wrestling, purely in-ring fan, this is the transition for you. Uh, This is going to be the opposite of what we've seen before, what WWE fans have seen as a comfort zone for being able to enjoy wrestling and not as much the stories. They are tr- they are switching to be more like the main roster where I think there will be a bigger focus on the stories and the promos uh, rather than the pro wrestling. The wrestling will obviously still be there and still be probably pretty good. But it's not going to be like the old days where they would just have matches and matches and matches and little, little segments here and there. And I think we saw glimpses of that tonight. We clearly saw a lot of changes tonight and as far as the presentation goes i liked the stage i mean it really is like a mini version of the of the the main roster stage i didn't have any complaints about the presentation graphics theme song anyth- anything like that i thought it was all i thought it was all fine oh and and one thing i did like i really loved the the glass barrier that made it look like there was no barrier at all yeah. you know what i mean like it yeah, made it was feel good. like that old school indie style like you would see in like a gym but yeah, I mean, presentation, colors, graphics, theme, music—I I liked it.
0: <sighs> Tweets their own. Tweets their own. Um, not a big fan of of this rainbow stuff, and like this this whole you know pre, the presentation change is making me feel like a, an old man at heart, and and I am, I am, a, I am a grumpy old man at heart. Okay, like, and you know, I liked, I like, I see the way it was um and i'm not here to say like oh I'm not, I'm not gonna give it a chance but like i'm not i'm not digging it i'm not digging the, the colors and the theme i like, just w- literally i'm looking at i'm looking at us on the screen at this rainbow background i'm like I'm, I'm not here for it and, and that's fine like it's it is what it is and i have to try and get used to it and that's saying, it will take getting used to and i'll try I'll, and i will try to get used to it doesn't mean i have to like it um really inferior friend of the show saying the intro was cool uh I don't know <laughs> i don't want to knock it too much i don't want to dwell on it i don't want to be negative because I, I am happy okay we got the wedding i want to talk about that i'm going to hold off on that for a little bit here uh fernando saying wb is trying to reach the TikTok kids and i understand that all right i understand you know i'm not hip i'm not cool i understand you know I that's fine all right i'm not i'm not in the target demographic and that's that's totally okay uh but i am definitely with thomas cover covered in saying i miss the black and gold it was the black and gold brand. Now, what do we call it, John? Is it the rainbow brand? What are we doing here?
1: Huh? My oh, God, man. Mr. Wow.
0: Mr. Kirsten, Mr. Kirsten, we look good in the rainbow, and I appreciate it, but... I I don't want to be in the rainbow. I want to be in the black and the gold, the way the way it was. You're not again. a
1: TikTok kid. This is like breaking news. You are not <laughs> a TikTok kid. I've actually never installed TikTok on my phone either. So my I'm girlfriend
0: uh, is uh, is obsessed with it. Uh, to her credit, and she she passes on the good TikTok, the individual TikToks to me, so I don't have to, I don't have to engage with it myself. So, my gosh.
1: Well, um, well, okay, so. We, we might as well just dig in and talk about the wedding here, which was uh, the end of the show, of course. To summarize real quick, I think this was supposed to be like a showcase of talent of sorts. So they had Ike Giro there randomly. He had the rings for some reason. Then you had Odyssey Jones and uh, who did he attack? Uh, Chase, Andre Chase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, so he got attacked. And then you have Cameron Grimes and Austin Theory going nuts. You have William Regal and the zombie ref laying there. You have, obviously, Indy and her friends there. Oh, man. So then, obviously, the big story, two big stories coming out of this. The first one is they actually got married without interruption. For This is like the first time I can remember in a very long time that this actually happened. Secondly, Dexter talked. He said, I do. Uh, What do you make of those two big points? One, he talked. Two, they actually did this without an interruption. Uh, I I love
0: it. Uh, they 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 scared me big time. Okay, well I'm gonna we'll walk through it here. But first, uh, Iridian saying it was the most beautiful wedding uh, she's ever seen on WWE TV. But the crowd almost the crowd
1: it. made it better. Think about the crowd support, Dexter. I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, they made it interesting. They gave their opinions. Speak now, forever hold your peace, everybody. I mean, they they were definitely having fun. I, I mean, I didn't think the crowd really wanted the crowd wanted havoc. They wanted to see them wreak havoc and that's not what they got but continue
0: i i'm so uh, we talked about it last week the week before that the second they announced the wedding i feel like most of us thought the was on the wall something was going to happen i think a lot we the consensus was last week it would be austin theory coming back and ruining it somehow but earlier in the night austin theory comes in as a special guest and uh johnny Gargano's like i thought you ran away and johnny and austin's like i did run away <laughs> i'm like where did he go but he's back here uh for on nxt for, at least for now he said i couldn't miss this wedding which of course you know how could he he's part of the family here uh and then he said uh I did, I did, if, you need, if you're gonna have a wedding you gotta have a priest and Damien Priest pops out. And I thought, wait, at one point we're gonna get we're gonna get Damian Priest to officiate this thing. And the crowd was chanting for it. And I would agree. I thought that the crowd actually made it pretty fun. where well, they're chanting for Priest, and then they're they're chanting thank you, Beth. Um and, and they went thing.
1: absolutely insane when Dexter talked. And when he said I, that cliffhanger, that mini cliffhanger, is he gonna say do? Is he gonna say something else? Like they scared me, insane. man.
0: Oh my gosh! I thought like, I thought Dex was going to say no and rip my heart, let alone Indy's heart, out of my chest and her chest, respectively. Um, man, but the 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 the, the uh, theory coming back, you know, it, like it both gave me some relief, but also like, okay, if not awesome theory, then what? Because I still like, I as much as I hoped, I, I couldn't believe we're actually going to get this. We're actually going to get a completion, a, a, a culmination of this story, just the way that it. That I, I, I thought like was meant to be this love story, getting uh, a happy ending. Nesha curse, so, St. Bianca, I cried. You know what? I did tear up. Okay, wrestling has turned me into a baby. The last month, all right, I teared up when CM Punk came back. I teared up when Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Dawson showed up in AEW. Uh, I teared up when Big E won the title last night. Like all these cool moments, and now we're getting this in NXT. Uh, on top, I should say maybe my reaction was, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, magnified here tonight where like there was a lot of things i didn't love about the show so then the fact that i at least gave me what i wanted uh in this for the cliffhanger or not the the, the ending here i was very very happy about that they're really saying it's okay she should have two up too it was a beautiful moment all right and one again one of several once months here um but i was so relieved nando pointing out it's really the first time we've seen a wedding uh could successfully reach the the I Do stage and had you know, the, the happy ending since the Macho Man uh, Miss, Liz- Miss Elizabeth wedding there years and years and years ago. So yeah, I mean, usually you've got as as Beth Phoenix herself said on the bump, you got demons or or Eric Bischoff turning out to be this you know minister in disguise or any number of shenanigans, and there was none of that. Uh, there again, there are some teases. Yeah, theory popping up. He had uh, Dex Loomis choke out the minister when, when he uh, gave him crap for not having actual uh, vows because Dexter just gave a thumbs up. Uh, but thankfully, he did actually say, I do. Um, but and of course, you know, as much as I want to enjoy this for tonight, of course, the question is, what's next? I mean, I don't know. Uh, one comment earlier on was saying, what, like, uh, are they going to get divorced? I mean, I hope not. Uh, but who's to say, you know, I, I don't know. I I, hope I mean, we this see... has
1: to go somewhere. I assume the next couple of weeks we'll get video packages of them on honeymoon or something like that. Uh, and, I certainly hope so.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, we got is over. We got the bachelor party and bachelor parties last week, so I have to imagine they're going to keep going all out with this. Hopefully, even though this is the new NXT, I'm not sure if it will be the, the same in that aspect. But I mean, by and large, it's the same team in some ways. So, um, yeah, I'm very beyond that. I don't know. I don't know if they feud with another couple, Steven Chambers. I like this the Cade Sting Loomis and Gargantico for the tag titles, and I I will say that lets me to to the next point. You know, where We're talking about the show. We'll get into the other things here, but. Big news coming out, I think it was maybe earlier on Monday or maybe Sunday. Or it was the past couple of days uh, that yeah, Johnny Gargano it was yesterday morning. So Johnny Gargano's contract will expire December 3rd. Big shout out to Sean Ross at Flightful on that one. Um and I saw that and my heart kind of sank. I was like, oh my gosh. Adam Cole leaves. Pete Dunn's contract is coming up, but he did another shout out to Sean Rossap. Uh, Dunn did resign and he'll be with WWE through the summer of 24. So that's very, very good. So that news came out today, but I saw the Gargano news uh, yesterday. I was like, Oh no. Cause to me, I tweeted about it uh, early on in, in the show tonight. I was like, you know, think about who is Mr. NXT now for me, that's a tie with Gargano and champion in many ways. Um, so, you know, the thought that Gargano could leave as soon as December on top of, again, Cole leaving, uh, you know, possibly Kevin Owens leaving uh, maybe next January. Uh, granted, that's the main roster but in the more general sense. Uh, but yes, uh, I hope he stays. I think and he's been so good, uh, b- even obviously before the way he's had such a great run in XT. I think they've done right by him. They've, they've, they've treated him very, very well. Um, so I, I hope he stays. I really do. And I, and I think that uh, done resigning kind of makes me a little more hopeful where it's like, you know, it's not like everybody's leaving. It's, you know, it's clearly some people still want to stay. You can't assume people, everyone's going to leave when the contract's up. So um, I have to hope that it will stay. John, w- would you agree? Do you want him to stay or what are you thinking about that?
1: I think i will stay. I think the situation with uh, Candice uh, having a, a baby and all that stuff, we know historically they have frozen contracts during that period since they technically aren't performing at that time. Uh, I, I really do think there's they fit perfectly here. I think there's, they're not going anywhere, to basically make a long story short. One other thing I wanted to talk about with uh, this wedding tonight, besides obviously the crowd and then, of course, with them actually going through with the wedding, I thought the execution was pretty good. Uh, I thought everybody played their role to to perfection, essentially from Dexter finally talking to Indy kind of, you know, just doing a good job of staying in character. I mean, obviously. Uh, And then uh, the NXT cast of stars at ringside or, or, I mean, I thought it was just a very well put together uh, segment to end the show there. Uh, People said that maybe they thought the title match should have ended the show. I was fine with this as long as they continue to build off of it. Uh, But this is the kind of thing I think people should be getting used to seeing more on NXT. This Dexter and indie story we've been seeing the past couple of months or past couple of months. This to me is what they want the new NXT to be more storytelling, main roster type type stuff that people kind of started to complain about me being one of those <laughs> when this first started, where what's this crap? Why are they doing this? I think this is going to be the new normal. Would you agree?
0: I think in, in, in the sense that it will be a balance, whereas maybe it was once kind of like part of the show. I think now it'll be more like, if not 50-50, like, you know, more heavily featured. I think that's fair to say. Um, and there, there are other reports, many reports saying that, uh, you know, Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, the, the same team behind uh, the main roster shows would be more heavily involved in some of the general management here uh for nxt kind of speaking to that mentality that it might be more like the main roster so i think that's fair um for me obviously johnny and i continue to kind of butt heads about it but i've really enjoyed index and everything um so i'm for that reason i'm hopeful and i not every storyline is going to be like this all right there are going to be some misses and that's just the way it is but you know they've got this good team supposedly running the show um so I kind of trust that in, in general. Again, we don't quite know how uh the hierarchy has kind of changed here. Like if Vincent, Bruce, uh, Bruce, Vince and Bruce, uh Vincent and Bruce Mitchell are running the show, uh or you know, Triple H when he when he comes back. Uh, he had some surgery recently. So when he comes back, if he'll be uh running the show as he as he had been, I just I don't know. Um so that that kind of remains to be seen. But I would agree we this will probably be the new normal. And I'm I'm cool with it as long as we get what has been working here you know good segments like these kind of uh organic storylines and you can kind of tell there's a plan and and it keeps kind of uh evolving and tonight as we saw they actually did uh go through with it you know again it was all too easy to say oh they're they're gonna you know go they're gonna you know ruin it somehow or or do something and they didn't so to me they've they've earned my respect and my faith in that sense so i'm hopeful and to me you know that's one thing coming out tonight that I'm, i'm i'm very happy about that i'm excited about um, and I guess uh, 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 that 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 was good. All right, all that was very good. Part for part of the bittersweet side I think is here. So uh, Samoa Joe had to relinquish re-encl- the NXT title over the weekend. Uh, very um, disappointing news to say the least. Where uh, he had some medical issues. Uh, where I guess he wasn't really cleared, or, or you know, obviously he, he won the title, so he was cleared. But then he announced that uh, the the medical team wasn't really comfortable with something of pertaining to his health, so they wanted him to step away right from the ring and wanted to have uh, the next Championship be you know defended and, and fought for. Um, he decided to relinquish the title, so he did. He announced that, and then it was I think yesterday, William Regal announced that the previously announced fatal four way match. For the number one contender would be for the new championship so uh, uh as it had been set up that would be la knight versus uh, pete pete dunn versus um Tommaso Ciampa champa and kyle o'reilly sorry <laughs> it wasn't in the match, so i forgot for a second uh and then you know well, of course we had this uh nxt 2.0 and started the show la knight's cutting a promo and he gets interrupted by, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, but it's Rick Steiner's son, Scott Steiner's nephew. And they renamed him Braun Breaker. Yeah. Um, well, 2Ks, because it's apparently 2001 all over again. And he's wearing this like rainbow singlet. And I can fully acknowledge it's a tribute to uh, the Steiner's. That was the gear they wore. But the color, it was literally a rainbow singlet. I'm like, oh, it's perfect. It's a perfect fit for this new uh, NXT uh, color scheme for better or worse. Uh, I And Jim Williams, his name initially was Rex Steiner. That's a great name. His name should be Rex Steiner. Acknowledge the man's last name. Rex is a badass name. I love it. Uh, but then, so we had him confront uh, LA Knight, again, who was announced for this NXT Championship match. And he, he confronted him. And it's not of a match to open the show. And Braun Breaker, in his first match in NXT, beats LA Knight. And fine cool you want to build new stars that's very clearly what this new brand's all about great but don't do it to a guy that's going to be in the, in the main event or supposedly main event title match because then you're like uh, granted part of the thinking was oh he, he lost there so maybe we'll do, we'll do like the bret hart WrestleMania thing where he lost early in the show and then he'll win later that didn't happen he got pinned twice tonight not a good look for him um so he had that, and um, that was the first kind of sign, sign of trouble. And then Kyle Riley got attacked backstage um, by uh, Ridge Holland and I think it was Pete Dunne himself. And then uh, Von Wagner, whoever the hell that is, uh, that was my first thought, made the save. And then what William Regal was like, oh, you're, you're an upstanding fellow. And because you made the save and you're a good dude, I'm going to put you in the main event match, even though you haven't had a match in NXT at all. Because that makes sense. Right, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? what are we doing? Uh, you, you go from on paper this this home run of a fatal four way match for the NXT title, where yeah, it, it sucks that Smojo had to vacate it, but all four guys, at least in some way, had uh had a, a you know a, a fairly realistic shot to win. Pete Dunne, now that we know that he resigned, you know, feels like a pretty logical choice to, to match up. As I said earlier probably one, one of the utmost faces of NXT makes sense to give him the title uh Kyle Riley very quickly uh has proven himself as a legitimate player he beat Adam Cole and at least kind of in storyline ran him off the brand so that he would make sense as well and LA Knight again as we we're saying last week maybe the weakest of the three choices in terms of you know he hasn't he's coming off of losing the, the million dollar title uh but then you do. You, you have Night lose. You have a Riley taking out of a match and replaced by Von Wagner, Cal Bloom, the son of. Um, I'm, I there's so much to keep talking about. I've, Wayne I, Bloom. Wayne Bloom. So he's, he's got he's got you know uh, some heritage there, and that, that's cool, uh, fine. But don't put the dude in an NXT title match without any any backup, and that's my one of my I won't say problem, but one thing that I didn't really like about tonight was. Yes, it's it's this relaunch and and they've been catching kind of these new faces. Cool, yeah, you know, introduce new faces. But on on I guess one A, uh, wasn't that the whole point of the breakout tournament? Where you kind of introduce in new faces, and we've been seeing them kind of slowly incorporate NXT, so we can kind of like get more with them, because that's that's good. But tonight, I literally lost track. It's like you had. Uh, von wagner you had uh bron bron uh, bron breaker show up you had trick williams kind of a company uh Kamal hayes and like we don't we've never seen him before and they're trying to stop him as this important guy even though we know nothing about him um and then we had a uh, light uh, let me look at my notes here ivy Nile joined the diamond mind so all these new faces i'm like it's almost a whiplash. I'm like turning my head back and forth. Like, oh, you've got all these new, new faces here. I'm like, wouldn't it make a little more sense to just like kind of, even if it's over two weeks, literally do we just kind of have it and be like, okay, half people on tonight, put them on next week to kind of, just you know, space it out a little bit. Because otherwise it's like, you're trying to, you know, throw on all these new faces. It's almost like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Cause it's like, you know, the way that they did it tonight, it was like, you know, none of them really stood out individually. Whereas it was more of this collective thing. Uh, so all that is to say, don't uh, going back to the title match at least, there was a very legitimate concern in my heart that they're going to give Cal Bloom, or, or sorry, Von Wagner, the NXT title in the spirit of this new NXT, and he he got a couple near falls, and I was like, my gosh, is this is going to happen? And thankfully, thankfully, T- Tommaso Ciampa won. Uh, he got Goldie back. So just as we saw Index and in the wedding to get, get their happy ending, Tommaso Ciampa got their fairy tale ending there uh so that was great i like that um but john as, as you said at the beginning of the show not quite sure like what to expect because at the end of the show literally we could even have the the wonderful happy ending of the wedding because then they pan backstage where Chomp was watching it and then bron breaker bron breaker uh confronts him and you know trump is like oh congrats on winning your first match pretty clearly saying okay that's where they're going to go at some point on when that will be i hope they build that up and they don't do that too soon because again breaker just showed up just as th- just as first match, um, but man, I that was what you know. the the, the, the word of tonight is bittersweet because I I love seeing Chapa win, love the fact that we got the wedding. But you throw in all these new faces, and it's very like I feel like we did a complete 180. We went from NXT as we knew it to now. Yes, you still got Ciampa, you still got some very the people that we know. You know, Dexter Lumis, Gargano. You still have like that the main crop there. But now they're like very rapidly you know just interesting all these new people and i saw several several people on twitter comparing it to the fcw of old like back in the day fcw was this throwing out like new faces and and just very clearly being a, a developmental program that happened to be accessible to watch and, and this this is on tv this is on usa network um Carson, he, he loves the new nxt he just got used to it but on the flip side Oh God, I actually, he's dead and buried. Um, this is this is a very divisive thing, John. I'm curious to see what you think about all of this.
1: Uh, I definitely see the the comparisons to the FCW. I think they're going to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And I think uh, they'll they'll base that off of just crowd reactions, social media impressions, and things of that nature, YouTube views, all that stuff, to see who's generating the most content or buzz for them. So this is what we need to get used to. New faces showing up. They want to build their own stars. They want to get that recruiting class, as you might call it, that they had when they had Rey Mysterio, Batista, Edge, those kind of people all at the same time. They want something like that again. A bunch of new names tonight. I think we're going to see a blend of old and new faces, as you mentioned, for quite some time. Uh, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported earlier today that internally they have no plans for any takeover for the remaining of 2021 calendar year, so it appears we will not be seeing a takeover for at least the next three or four months. So this is just going to be TV, and this is going to be them trying to you know build off of that. I think they'll get a ratings bump tonight just because of that new. I mean, they were training number one in the United States for the first time in a long time. Uh, I don't think that will continue, but hey, we'll see. You know. Yeah, I think I, I kind of
0: generally noticed tonight that it seemed like there were more eyeballs in NXT. People were very curious to see what this is all about. They've been playing the, the revamp uh, teaser on Raw and SmackDown, so people that watch the main roster can, can see that and say, oh, like NXT is coming or NXT will be here tonight, so we don't really know what what, what, what to expect there. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I think there definitely will be some, some at least some uh, increase to the viewership. Uh, we'll probably see that tomorrow. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, this, well, this, it's a cause case of your your mileage may vary. Uh, some people are going to be very, very happy to see uh, all these new faces and new stars and trying to, like, introduce new people. Um, and others won't. Others will we'll, we'll kind of look at that, that, that FCW comparison and say, OK, you know, that's not what I'm really here for. And I, just, I forgot about, again, I had a whiplash of all these new people. We've seen Joss Briggs before, but as DJ Cassidy pointing out, we saw Brooks Jensen, who is the son of Bull Buchanan. Uh, is, uh, he was, I think, with the WWF and the Ajadera or so. Could be wrong there. Uh, but, you know, again, more, more of that kind of bloodline aspect of, uh, like, like we've seen Randy Orton, any number of second generation stars like that. So that's cool. Uh, I do want to point out a good, uh, comment that is good for a discussion here. Well, Suzanne and Jose Roman saying that people complain that WWE doesn't make new saw, new superstars, they pull the trigger and people are upset. I mean, again, I'm saying if they want to do this and, and you know introduce new people and build them up, that's great. I I am here for that. Okay, I know I don't want to have the same old same old in terms of the people they're seeing every week and not doing the same old uh, and not doing anything new, but not like this. Again, you're literally introducing like half a dozen supposedly kind of featured acts on the same show.
1: Yeah. And and I'm like, Uh, yeah, I definitely, I I definitely agree with, with that comment. People do complain that they're not, you know, making superstars. And Casey says, I see your point, but I just worry about the potentially putting people on TV before they're really ready for it. To me, I agree with the first half of that statement as in, they're putting people on TV before they've been exposed enough to really, to really know who they are. I mean, obviously everybody has to start somewhere, but now that they're not going with these indie guys that people are going to be familiar with, it's inevitable that we're going to have people showing up that we just have no idea who they are, with the exception of people like, uh, you know, the Uso's brother or, you know, Gable Stevenson. People, you know, they're they have they they're known for either family or outside of wrestling or something like that. People have to get used to this. Um, you know, they, uh, Suzanne and Jose Roman says... That's the point. More eyes on it. Maybe new eyes, uh, you know, and th- the point there is uh, new eyes watching this, aren't going to know that these are people that haven't really been seen a lot before. So I'm interested to see where it goes as far as them using new people. We had a lot of that tonight. Uh, we might as well talk about the, the championship match We had the fatal four way that Tommaso did win. He won the championship. We briefly touched on that, that, uh, we might as well touch that they, at the end of the show, they teased a feud with, uh, as you mentioned, Braun Breaker. That's how you say it, right? Braun Breaker. I think so, as far as I know. Uh, who yeah, I watched, know. Every, everybody on Twitter, media fans everywhere was just saying little Steiner or Steiner <laughs> or whatever. That's what he's going to end up being known by. Uh, people are, are, are pretty impressed to see him being pushed this much already. It seems like he's going to be the guy, the, the, the new kind of face of NXT 2.0. Uh, I I don't I don't have much exposure to him. Maybe you do, but what do you what do you think about this?
0: No, like it, he is very. You know, this is not one of the as you mentioned one of those independent wrestling standouts that I might be familiar with. Like as far as I know, I think he he may have been like an, an amateur wrestler and and then he's been training ever since. And I think he and maybe um, Von Wagner maybe maybe some others. Literally, they were security guards a month ago on, on NXT TV, and now they're quickly getting, you know, put in the spotlight right here. Um, I will say, uh, Brown Breaker has got a great look. That He definitely has that going for him. He's got that, uh, again, that uh, that legitimacy of being, you know, Rick Steiner's son, Scott Steiner's nephew. look um, Lucas, oh, a point I played, he may have played college football. That's yeah, I was going to
1: say, I, I remember like a year ago, whenever he first kind of signed, writing an article on, on a Sunday for WrestleZone about how he had, he was going to go into this venture of doing wrestling as a football player. But yeah, I mean, are you excited to see this kind of potential push or, I mean, what do you, where do you stand on this? I guess for a name coming out of nowhere to, to have this position.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's all relative, right? I'm the same show. We saw Von Wagner get literally thrown into this NXT title match. And that, you know, didn't sit right with me. But, you know, if they drill us out a little bit, if they wanted to have him beat L.A. Knight, which personally I'm like, all right, that's not great because I really like L.A. Knight. I thought, again, he was in that title
1: match. I didn't love seeing that. Uh, no, whereas, like, Sean, Sean Smith, it was not the University of Michigan, FYI. It was like some smaller school.
0: <laughs> yeah, as far as we know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, just to me, like, if they take their time, if we're talking about the fact that the report they might not be a takeover for the rest of the year, if they really want to draw us out, if, the, if the, the idea is that they're going to you know, try and build up these new stars on TV for now, and then maybe in theory, January or February, you do another takeover, maybe by then, if they take the time and draw it out, then you could do uh, whoever the NXT champion by then is. Maybe it's Choppa, maybe it's not. And you, then they're facing a Braun breaker, and then you've built them up for a couple months. Um, we were talking about it last time with Almost. like If they do it right, if they book them well, present them well, handle them right, um it's not all that hard to like actually pre- present someone as a legit a legit star and if you if you've got if you've got a good look like the like brawn breaker if you win matches as as did tonight uh if you're in relevant segments like confronting the next champion uh, that's a good first outing at least with him it's like okay we know that's scott Snyder's son so like that's sorry rick Snyder's son so like at least you're there's that at least general familiarity um so for him, uh, yeah, it's kind of to me uh, the 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 big thing. Is, it's a case by case basis where it's like with him, um, cool, and we're going to get you guys pointing out. Say point out, and, out yeah. It's Kennesaw State for uh, Rick, or, or sorry, Bronson. Uh, I don't even, I don't know Bronson's last name. I,
1: I haven't even tried to pronounce it just because it's like you're going to screw it up. <laughs> let's say Baby Steiner, right? Baby Steiner yeah. uh, went to Kennesaw State. Uh, yeah, so he's
0: got that legit background, and I I, I think you know again at some point. Not too far down the road, but definitely not like next month, you know, that he could challenge for the next title. And I believe it. Whereas tonight you throw in Von Wagner. I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not here for that. Um, but yeah, I think again, the, the big takeaway here is it, it is a case-by-case basis. And you know, either there, will be some that I like, there'll be some that I'll say, okay, that, that was good. They handled that well. And others that I won't. And that's fine. Uh, we do want to talk about this hit row stuff here, uh, but another big uh, supposedly kind of supposedly big segment tonight John, did you know that Mandy Rose is a brunette now? That's a thing where uh, they had Gigi Dolan and JC Jane as a tag team facing Casey, Kay- Casey Carter and KC Catten right and Zero, uh, the, the, t- the TikTok team um, in a tag team match where we saw, I think last week, uh, Mandy like, got, got her face hurt, and then tonight they're teasing that this new uh, repackaged Mandy Rose. she comes out wearing, wearing a hat. And she attacks uh, Casey and Caden, ending the match in a DQ. And she rips the hat off. And she's a brunette now. And that's a big deal. Cool. And I, she, she looks a good look. I, I mean, I whatever. We'll have to get into that. but. Um, and then we got this tag team match where Saray so made it save, So uh, we got a Teddy Long tag team match with a six, uh, six women uh, tag match here. And, and Mandy Rose got the pin. And I've been saying it for weeks now. Uh, that I think Mandy Rose could have a very good run on X T here, and I thought she looked good in the tag team match. It was a good tag team match, and I liked it. Uh, but the the whole, like, just this big emphasis on, oh, she changed her hair color, did sit a little weirdly with me. I'm not sure how you how you feel about it.
1: Uh, I kind of liked the change. I thought it looked good. Uh, this whole women's division has been up in the air. I mean, we were supposed to have Raquel Gonzalez versus Frankie Monet. We didn't get that. We don't know why we didn't get that. Uh, we'll see if we do get that eventually. I mean, there, there's, there's plenty of opinion here. You know, Herman says Manny Rose looks better and sexier <laughs> with the dark hair, but then Nesha says, you know, I make up, I didn't like it, but her daughter liked it or her daughter liked a better blonde. So I, I don't know. Michael says the same thing. She was better as a blonde. Like I don't really necessarily care about the appearance as much as what, where the story's going. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Steven Ts you know, maybe possibly we'll see Mandy versus Raquel. I do think we might eventually see that at some point. But Frankie Monet should have the opportunity. I mean, she they already made the match official. Uh, yeah. DJ says Blancs have more fun. <laughs> Sorry, Mandy. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the women's division, it's it's very up in the air right now. It's the, There's been tensions about how this new NXT would affect them. We'll see how it does. But I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting no matter what they do.
0: Yeah, and again, as you said, we don't know why the, the woman's title match was pulled from tonight. Uh, I would imagine that will happen soon, as soon as it can. Uh, obviously, Frankie deserves that shot. We've been saying that for months now, and finally she got the opportunity, and for whatever reason, it didn't didn't happen. Um, so, yeah, ho- hopefully we, we do get to see that, and I think that will be a good match when it happens. I th- and that's just saying maybe next week. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I do like the idea of Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez, because uh, you know i think mandy definitely has a lot of potential as this like almost like it like it like an even even marie who can wrestle <laughs> not to be that guy but i think there's similarities there but as we saw in the side to imagine she she actually can go in the ring so uh yikes um <laughs> and then uh, while we're talking about the woman's vision we saw b fab make her in-ring debut tonight I, I think the, the DJ asking who their opponent was, I believe it was Katrina Cortez. or I believe that's the case. And that was uh, Catalina, who had very, very briefly been on the main roster way back in 2019 when the world still made sense. Um, and she was along with Sin Cara there in a brief feud with, I think it was Andrade and uh, Selena Vega. So that's just shows you how much it's changed since then. Um, but fab won this match. And then uh, as we as you might expect as uh, we saw a confrontation with hit row and uh legato del fantasma pretty clearly setting up a match with uh electoral plays and Bfab there uh before this we saw a backstage segment where hit row was hyping up uh b i just again kind of like the, the next the rebrand itself i'm like it's not really clicking for me like they're like they're hyping her up they were like speaking in unison i'm like i don't know i don't know um uh, I, 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 I think for Scott's great. I, I think be fat. Like I think she could be good. I think top dollar has got a really cool look. And he, he's got and some natural swagger as well. I I really, really like legato. Uh, but definitely, um, trying to find the comment, definitely getting some comments about how uh a little burnt out on this feud between legato and hit row. I mean, it, it has been going on for a while here. So that there's definitely some, some, some truth to that. Um, how much more meat on the bone on the bone do you think is is here john or do you think it's time to kind of wrap it up or uh or or is there more they can do here
1: uh i have to think it's time to wrap this up uh the 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 wax on the candle is running out here it's going to burn out if they don't kind of try to you know take care of this and finish it off I don't know how you end this, though. I mean, obviously, we're probably going to get, like, a big tag match of some sort. Or, or uh, I mean, the, the old school saying was always, well, they're probably going to have a match takeover. Well, now we can't say that. So it's like, well, they'll have a match on next year eventually, but how long from now? One week, two weeks, or whatever. Uh, nevertheless, no matter how they approach this, I think it has to end soon. And what I'm saying is one way or the other, I really don't have a preference. I just think that they should... uh Work on that. One thing I want to mention: uh, there were some pe- uh, people uh, sharing thoughts on Twitter and stuff that were actually at the tapings tonight. So when when the show went off the air tonight, what happened was Johnny Gargano talked up the future of NXT and told the crowd in attendance to have faith in the product moving forward. Uh, Candice Lorray, Cameron Gar- Grimes did the same thing, and they, there was a surprise appearance from Shawn Michaels after who nice. came out, who also came out and said that. Uh, NXT will still be the NXT that everybody know, we all know and love. Even though that isn't really the case, at the same time, I think they're trying to say that they're going to put the same dedication and, and heart into it. And I think there is something to be said that um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels will still have a big say in what's going to happen, even though we obviously saw the rumors about who was backstage tonight. Yeah. Uh, but you know, w- anything else on NXT that you think is worth uh, talking about? <sighs>
0: Uh, we, uh, how about Diamond Mind? You know, we we saw and and I guess that we can uh, combine two things here. Where, as I mentioned, we saw a new member for Diamond Mind uh, with uh, Lily Nile, and I, I'm looking it up. I don't, I don't know if to pronounce her last name, but she was very briefly uh, an, an MMA fighter, Emily on Zoulis? yeah she was on the Titan Games a couple years ago when her debut as part of Diamond Mind she was the first ever female Titan Games champion this is all from Mike Johnson PW Insider mm-hmm. uh of with Tom Pritchard and Kane and debuted here tonight um I mean, yeah, you know, uh, so we saw we saw Diamond Mind add one of one of I guess now they've got three new faces. We we saw the Creed brothers win a very dominant tag team match. I think they still look good. They beat two jabronis that I, I can't even remember their names, uh, and they they were pretty clearly at least supposedly not going to be among the the new faces sticking around. I think they were just kind of an enhancement deal there. Uh, Lily Nile, good look. I mean, a, a legit MMA kind of fighter look to her. She's literally on Titan Games, so. You um, see that this woman has a, a diamond shaved into her head. That's that's what I call dedication. Uh, and but then as we saw, um, you know, them the hyping up Livanal here, Kushida came back. He's has he's been absent for several weeks now. Finally, uh, supposedly we're going to get the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match between Kushida and Roderick Strong for next week. I think that'll be a great match, and I think would probably make sense to have Roderick Strong win the title because. Kushida has been absent, and Diamond Diamond Mine needs it uh, to kind of really le- legitimize the, this group, where you've got strong there. But in a, in a way, he's kind of getting, like been pushed in the background in favor of the Creed Brothers and that now, where it's like you know they need a reminder about you know who's the head of the table here. I would say.
1: Well, you know, no matter which way you twist it here, it's hard to really. The, the 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 fact of the matter is, that we're undergoing so many changes right now that you can't really predict anything that's going to happen. And at the same time, when you try to put a bow or a thought on what has already happened, it's like, well, why bother? Because we have no idea what the, what the thought process is in there. Uh, Kushida and, and, and Roderick strong in this diamond line cruiserweight feud, we're going to get next week. Part of me thinks, well, Kushida is obviously going to retain the belt, but at the same time, maybe Roderick Strong and Diamond Mine start this big, huge, I don't want to say stable, they're already stable, but they become more powerful. I mean, looking at previewing this match next week between Kushida and Roderick Strong, who do you think comes out on top?
0: I, I've got to say my, my mind is probably on Roderick Strong. I mean, I think he kind of needs it. Um, where, you know, we had Diamond Mine show up, cool debut, uh, they had a, this brief feud of, with Bobby Fish. He gets released. Uh, then he had, they had this feud with Kushida. He testifies positive for COVID, so he's been absent. Uh, so he's really kind of... Um, Rob Strong, I should say, has been kind of floating aimlessly through no fault of his own, or, or, or even the creative team. It's like they had these obstacles um, kind of due to external factors here. Uh, so I, I think he needs it, and then maybe you could do a rematch and just kind of keep that feud going because Kushida has been absent. So... Um, that probably would be my pick. I, I think it could go either way, but I think a loss would be pretty crushing for, for Eric strong there. Would you, would you agree?
1: Absolutely. I think 100% that would make sense.
0: Yeah. And I guess one, one more quick thing here is I mentioned very briefly uh, trick. Williams showed up a guy that had been signed, I think in February I'm gonna look up his name real quick here. It that sounds right. Yeah. Mattrick Belton, uh, formerly, he was trained in C- CZW. He was he spent some time in the Philadelphia Eagles training camp. So another football crossover, and this is another like uh, sign of the new NXT, where it's very much uh, as as Johnny mentioned a couple minutes ago, less about those independent wrestling standouts, more about uh, athletes from other. Uh, other other worlds, right? You have football, the Titan games with, with Lily Nile, uh, a couple of other examples. Uh, we, we were talking about last night, Gable Stevenson coming in for obviously a great background as an Olympic wrestler. His brother. Yep, his brother as well. So, you know, that's definitely something as well. Um, and so we, we saw Camille, he's come out and he, he wanted to the out tournament and he said, you know, I've got this contract and I need, I've got this target on my back so I need some help. He brings out Trick Williams, essentially a bodyguard, Trick Williams cuts a promo. He's saying he's, he's about it. Okay. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I did think this promo was great. Um, and, and then they, they turned Carmelo Hayes' heel where he said, I'm the chosen one. Yeah, I won this tournament. I, I, I'm a big deal, but, essentially. And then Duke Hudson comes out and he's like, oh, you got lucky in the tournament. And rather than Babyface being like, all right, you're being a jerk, but whatever. Carmelo Hayes beats him down and like they, they're ganging up on this dude. So it's pretty safe to say that he's a heel now. Um, and I don't know. I thought I thought Kamala had, like, a pretty good kind of babyface character, like, a cool, like, uh, swag to him in, in a way. I thought that would have been pretty good um, to kind of see him. We, we saw him face Adam Cole shortly before Adam Cole left. Um, so I, I kind of thought that would have been a good uh, direction for him as this kind of promising babyface, like a, like a blue chipper. Literally, he debuted the same way that John Cena did of, like, the, yeah. you know, uh the current john scenic uh Kurt angle uh angle back in the day the, the ruthless, ruthless aggression classic line uh whereas now he's going to be a heel so i mean i'm curious i think you know some some kind of more divisive uh thoughts there on twitter where some people were uh excited about it some not so much some saying this wasn't a great promo from from to Williams especially uh but we're gonna have to wait and see how it goes uh but again all his new faces another one we didn't see uh in person but tony d'angelo this like caricature of the Sopranos kind of promo. I guess he was another guy. He mentioned, um, I think he also was was an amateur wrestler as well. And he mentioned, oh, that's not that's not where the money is. Uh, and that's kind of what all that we saw there. Just a little teaser, very like kind of old school uh, character uh, video package there, just kind of teased that he will be coming to NXT. So all these new faces, and thankful. I mean, to me, that was one thing that they should have done more tonight. You know, have some people actually on the show, and then have some uh video packages or or even or even interviews so you kind of see their face but not have them uh, in these very very prominent segments where you're, you're trying to keep track of all of them and like i said just a lot to keep track of there so all this stuff going on like my gosh we had a new nxt champion crowned and thankfully i think they made the right call 100 percent, champa deserved it and i i think that's a very very important thing for nxt here uh did you guys the bridge holland destroyed drake maverick yeah, not much to worry about there. Ridge Holland can just kind of be featured on NXT, and he's rising up the ranks here. That's good for him. Trick Maverick, kind of playing time between Raw and, Raw and NXT now, so that's good that uh, he's kind of getting a chance to be on TV because like, he's very very talented. So cool. Um, but yeah, lots going on. That's curse, and this is kind of the, my big takeaway. I'm lost because there, there are so many newbies, so many things to keep track of, and it's eventful. I'll give it that. It, like there are things that are happening. Uh, there there are new faces showing up. There are things to kind of. Again, we're here on the NXT show. There are things to talk about. I'd rather, I guess I'd rather this than nothing happening, right? So uh, on top of that, we had the wedding. And I was happy about that. So again, a mixed bag, bittersweet. I think that the pros outweigh the cons for me. But overall, John, what do you think And overall? And I guess I'll ask for your rating as well.
1: Uh, I thought overall was a good start. I'm anxious to see where it goes once we get to know these people a little more in the next couple of weeks. This is like anything if you're a new fan of the product you don't really know who anybody is. Takes a couple weeks to get used to it. Uh, I would probably go with a. I'll go with a solid seven. I'll set tonight as kind of that baseline moving forward with the new NXT 2.0. Uh, a seven out of ten sounds about accurate. Uh, I'd say a little bit above average. Like like I said, this isn't the raw scale. On the on the raw scale, a seven is extremely above average. On the NXT <laughs> scale, a seven is like okay, that's pretty good. Uh, I want to see where it goes. I want to see you know if they let Tommaso actually retain his belt. He's seemingly separated himself from Timothy, Timothy Thatcher, just like that. Uh, n- uh, no MSK tonight either, so we'll see where they go with that. There's just there's some gaps to fill.
0: Oh yeah, big time. And ironically, you mentioned gaps to fill, and yet we got all these new faces. So it's like it's weird, like um, a weird dynamic where it's, you've got gaps to fill and there's all these new people showing up. Uh, so it's a it's a weird time. It's a weird time. It's again a bittersweet time. Uh, Stephen Chambers with a 7.5. You've got uh, Nesh Curse with a, se- a 7, sorry, Nesh Curse with 7.5. Stephen Chambers with an 8. And Hermit Car with an 8 as well. Luke got saying it's, it's like a kindergartner trying to color in between the lines out of 10. Imagine that's pretty darn low. Um, man, Hermit uh, Car agreeing that any show without Nia Jax is like an 8. See, a uh, guys say with a 10 out of 10. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, I, I'm sorry, DJ. I cannot give this show a 10 out of 10. Uh, I'll I I okay. I am very much in board with Nando. I'm not fully sold. Give it a six point eight. I'm gonna give it a (laughs) seven. Trying to be hopeful. Um, the wedding. Like if I could, ten out of ten for the wedding. Ten out of ten. Love it. And and, and the the awesome thing returned. There there
1: are just so many, so many takes. I mean, Herman Takar. Any show without Nia Jax is an eight out of ten. And then you got. Uh, you know, Steven Chambers says who's going to debut next week. Yeah, yeah we're um, not done.
0: We're not done. I have to imagine we're going to get more faces next yeah, week. Yeah, they're not going to do it
1: on one week, but uh, uh, the next month is going to be. I mean, this is this is crazy for me because like obviously we got the draft coming up, which I'm going to be at night one of the draft this year for nice. the first time that's ever. Uh, and that's the SmackDown, right? SmackDown October yeah. 1st. And then also SmackDown the week before. I'll also I'll also be at that one. So this is like crazy because like it's it's of course with all these TV shows the season premiere is always in the fall, but a lot of people wrestling fans think well the season premiere for wrestling is in April after WrestleMania, but it's really supposed to be October. So but NXT is like their own thing. It's like there's so much going on, and this isn't even just in WWE. You got AEW. There's everything's going on. It's it's crazy. There's just and, and I like this comment from Susanna uh, referring to Parker, who is now going by Gunnar Harlan. It was, was Gunnar Harlan, but now it's just Harland. Oh, he uh, got the one-name treatment. Yeah, oh, boy. Push
0: him treatment. to the moon.
1: So, <laughs> for, for those of you that don't know who this oh is, he's, he's a very bulked-up guy that was training with Eva Marie that was compared to the, the build of Brock Lesnar uh, that's supposed to be also making his debut soon. There, there is so much going on so much so much uh for better or worse or
0: in between whatever you fall on scale uh yeah again it's a it's an eventful time really so you gotta admit that uh very least no matter what happens uh but on nxt we'll be here next week to talk about it john and i will be here next monday to talk about we We always do every monday otherwise robert d e. felice and i are here to talk about friday night smackdown on saturday mornings the diamond dudes with rampage cover all things AEW on the weekends and otherwise, we've got a great stream of interviews. Castly coming at you guys. I recently interviewed uh Killian Dane, also known as Big Damo, uh Matt Taven, Bill Push interviewed CM Punk and Paul White. Lots of good stuff. Uh all, all over the, the rest of the zone feed. Whether don't forget NFL.
1: Big Mojo. Mojo oh, Riley.
0: Yeah, John. John helped us get a, this interview with Mojo Riley. Uh, I forget his Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John was out with that one. So lots of good stuff available on all of, all of our streams. Sign up called Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. So signing off here, I'm going to just hold the memory of this wedding close to my heart and, and not think about all the other stuff too, too much. Because you know sometimes, as we saw last night with Raw, sometimes WWE gives you what you want and they make it easy to do. The one thing we do here at Wrestle Zone, which is John, if you may,
1: enjoy wrestling.
0: Indeed, nice listening everybody.